Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, feline friends. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. I have two guests today that I am so honored to have on Catitude. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The young lady from the rescue delivered happy. He was missing hair, stinky, scabby. The cause of his issue was poor nutrition. It was neglect. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. We've been using Dinovite Band within a couple weeks. His skin started clearing up, he didn't smell, he had more energy, a glow and a bounce about him. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. everyone. I am so honored to have on my show today, Dr. Marty Becker, known as America's veterinarian and his daughter, who is a behavioral genius, Mikkel Becker. Tell us a little about yourself, um, whoever wants to go first. So people that don't know of you, which I don't know how many would that would be, they could just know more of your accomplishments. Well, I'm a proud father, so I'll, I'll, then I can maybe introduce Mikkel uh, before she says hi. So I'm Dr. Marty Becker. I'm a veterinarian. I've done network TV in New York for 26 years, started with Good Morning America for 17 years. Only Emerald was on Good Morning America longer. I've uh, been on the Dr. Oz show for all eight seasons. Dr. Oz introduces me as America's veterinarian. So syndicated columnist, I've written 23 books, had three New York Times bestsellers, started out with Chicken Soup for the Pet Lover Soul, and then it, the latest book is From Fearful to Fear Free that I co-wrote with my daughter, Mikkel, and two boarded veterinary behaviorists. And I still practice as a veterinarian. I'm also the founder of Fear Free and a crazy pet lover. There's one in my lap right now. Oh, thank you. And Mikkel? Mikkel is somebody that wanted to be Diane Sawyer. She wanted to be just like Diane Sawyer. She got to go to Good Morning America for years and saw NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and met all these famous people and went to school and broadcast journalism. But she had this crazy gift with animals, more so than myself, her mother, anybody that I'd ever seen. So she took a regular horse that was used in stockyards to sort cattle and made it a 4-H champion. She took a pretty normal horse and rode it to become the four-time Canadian national champion in Western Pleasure. She had a wire-haired fox terrier, which when wire-haired fox terriers became too big to go down in the holes after badgers, they bred a Jack Russell terrier. So imagine making that dog an obedience champion. But Mikkel took her skills in communications and her gift with animals to become a very well-known trainer, the co-author of five books, and she's the head trainer for Fear Free. That's wonderful. And I heard, I was reading at one time, she even trained or worked with orangutans. I did. They are definitely my favorite. My One of my favorite animals ever, and just one of those spirit animals is definitely an orangutan. And I had no idea just how amazing they were until you just, I don't know, getting that personal relationship and you just have this connection. It's this lifetime type of friendship that's just, it's so close to, you know, human, I think, as you can really get. So they are amazing. 
That is so interesting. Okay, I'm going to give everybody listening some background. We're recording this. It's mid-2020. We're still in the middle of covid maybe second wave, who knows at this point. And there's a lot going on in people's homes with stress with their pets. Now, if you're listening and this COVID is gone, then hopefully sometime in the future, there's still stress in your pet's life because that's how humans are. There's life and there's stress and some of it gets through to your pet. So there's so much to know about what to do, how our events maybe cause stress in your pets. What are some ways we can detect stress in our pets and know that there's something going on that they're feeling and how should we deal with it? I think as uh, it's important we go back to me being a practice in veterinarian for over 40 years and myself I've asked groups as large as 8,000 veterinarians in one group, how many of you hate to take your own pets to the vet? And 7,995 hands go up and the other five are looking at their phone. We don't even want to take our own pets to the vet because it's too stressful. Pets are like a one-year-old child. They have no idea why a procedure benefits them and they can't anticipate or expect the relief of pain or fear, anxiety, and stress, even if it's moments away. Let let me explain. You're going to get your COVID virus vaccine someday, or you're going to get your flu vaccine, or you've got to go to the dentist. But let's just talk about vaccines. When COVID virus comes out, the vaccine comes out, or we get our annual flu vaccine, you know why you get it. And you know about how long it's going to take and the actual procedure is going to take maybe 15 seconds of the puncture and the application less than that, actually. And then if your arm hurts, you can take an OTC product and be fine. The pet has no idea why vaccinations help it, why pulling a sore tooth, why getting a split nail or a laceration or looking at their, you know, itchy skin. And they can't anticipate or expect the relief of pain. So they go into the fight or flight mode. They're in pain. And fear is caused by something painful or something disturbing. Let me explain that. You trim your dog's nails too short. That was painful. Now going into the room where the nail trimmers are or pulling out the drawer where the nail trimmers are, seeing the nail trimmers, that's disturbing or having their feet held. And so what we've done with Fear Free, Fear Free has been an evolution for about 10 years, but formally started in 1996. We call it taking the pet out of petrified. So it doesn't matter if this is COVID that causes stress, it's going to the vet, it's going to the groomer, it's going to boarding, it's going to Starbucks patio when you're a dog that doesn't like being around other dogs. You're going on a walk where there's another dog that's aggressive, you know, that that Mikel has to deal with as a trainer. It's thunderstorms, it's 4th of July fireworks, it's the start of hunting season, and pretty soon noises become generalized. It might be just the sound of the the oven or the microwave, but pets are always going to have fear, anxiety, and stress. And the goal of Fear Free is to look at the physical and emotional well-beings of pets and, you know, being the sentient beings that they are to reduce or remove the triggers that cause fear, anxiety, and stress. If we can, remove or reduce the triggers. And if we can't, we mitigate it. We treat it. And that program goes to the the veterinary profession and fearfreepets.com. You can find fear-free veterinarians, fear-free groomers, complimentary to all pet parents and anyone that's facing issues with their pet being fearful, stressed, having anxiety. And one of the things we're going to see, my friend, is massive, massive increases in separation anxiety. And Fear Free only has 10 employees, and we're already seeing it in our pets. we got to go to the grocery store, or we go to the post office, or we go out to run an errand and check on a relative, and the pets are wanting to do an uh, unwelcomed extreme home makeover. 
because they have separation anxiety. So Fear Free Happy Homes has complimentary information, all that. And, and I applaud uh, this program for being interested in that important topic. Okay, so during this time with COVID, a lot of us humans have anxiety. We're projecting it, it seems like, onto our pets. Or just, you know, how does that anxiety differ? Or is there a difference between that and, say, when they're nervous with things that are, you know, outside in nature, fireworks, the thunder, the, I don't know, some of my animals, my uh, fur babes get freaked out when the the landscape guy is nearby, you know, cutting the grass or, or something like that. I want Mikkel to answer that, but let me just answer first. So right before we, this, we recorded this, I was getting, I knew we were on a deadline and I was getting frustrated with technology. So my, the Becker temper just took the cord of the microphone and jerked it out of the computer. And the dog was like, you know, he's been here sitting here sleeping. He's like, something's up, right? They sit there and study us constantly looking at our body language. When I wrote one of the 23 books, Fitness Unleashed, I challenged people to get up the same way from the chair every time, whether they're going to the bathroom, they're going to the kitchen to maybe get a snack, or they're going outside to take a dog on the walk. So that you would try it the same way, even the same time. So if you're going to walk a dog at four, instead of walking it, you decide to go to the bathroom at four or go get a treat to try to fake them out. Absolutely impossible. So they definitely pick up on our anxiety. And, and here I am, Dr. Oz introduces me as America's veterinarian. And before the genesis of Fear Free, when I heard aborted veterinary behaviorists talk about fear is the worst thing a social species could experience and how it caused permanent damage to the brain, here I am. I've loved animals since I was a little kid. I felt like I was compassionate. But I thought nothing of stretching a cat out into two zip codes. You know, its head was in Minneapolis and its ass was in St. Paul or its head was in Tampa and its ass was in St. Petersburg. That's because that's what I was taught. That was called restraint. And some of the signs that I would see in a veterinary, I love cats that were frozen, that would come into the hospital and not fidget, not fight, not take flight, but freeze like they were a, a cast, a resin cast. Oh man, I wished all cats would freeze. And dogs would come into the exam room, they would lay down and put their head between their paws and be motionless, like they were sleeping, their eyes were closed. And I used to think, oh God, they're so calm. I wished every dog was that calm. In both of these, it's what's called collapsing immobility. So right now, wherever you're listening to this, if you heard a scream or gunshots, you would go, first is alert, what I hear? Now fight or flight, should I run? Or should I run to it or should I run away from it? And if you get cornered, like that cat now is cornered in that room, or we got cornered in a room and they're coming towards us, we don't move. We're frozen with fear. That cat that's frozen on the exam room table, that dog is laying down there that looks like it's sleeping, is acting as what is called collapsing immobility. It, they think it's moments before death. This happens at training. It happens at grooming. And it also happens at home when the thunderstorm hits and there's a clap of thing and they start shivering and shaking and panning and salivating and yawning. They don't yawn because they're bored. They yawn because they're stressed. They don't shiver and shake like that. They don't uh, lay down and act like they're going to sleep. It's all related to fear, anxiety, and stress. And mostly these pets think they're literally going to die. And it's not fair that they're subjected to that when we have, we have solutions. For example, for noise phobias, we have a product called Celio, S-I-L-E-O. It's available from your veterinarian. It's from a company called Zoetis. It is like a miracle for thunderstorms, 
fireworks, going to the vet, going to the trainer. You can use it off-label. It's a little gel. You just wipe across their, their gums, a dexmedetomidine gel, but S-I-L-E-O. Let me ask you real quick, what does that do for your pet? Calming, calming, calming. It's like you, and I don't know you very well, but you know, if you, five o'clock, you have a couple glasses of wine, <laughs> that's what it is. It's like, just think of it like, like a, a pet a chill, cocktail. Chill pill. That's a what I think pill. of it Okay, like. yeah. I think like a chip. So your pet's not, your pet's not passed out, you know, with the, you know, you have to look at its eyes to see everything. It's something that works. Like a lot of people take something for anxiety. My own son does uh, take something for anxiety. So you take Xanax or you take something like that. It's something similar, but in a way that can be given very easily by the pet parent at home. Great idea. And Mikkel, your thoughts? So when you talked about the difference between a pet perceiving something in their environment and how they react to their person, I think that there are similarities between those. And the reason why is that a lot of times what our pets start to react to, so say that they start to react to strangers or they start to react to strange sounds, we also may start to pick up on that unease in our pets and that can make us uneasy and we start to anticipate their reaction which can then actually escalate the whole the whole thing because just as my father mentioned, animals definitely are watching our body language, listening to our tone of voice. And there are certain words that we use and it may be the vet or uh, nails or whatever those bath time, whatever those certain words are, pets learn are significant for either good or bad in their life. And so we can definitely influence them by the way that we act. And I see that a lot in dog classes that I teach where if a person is having a bad day, a lot of times I know that through the way that their dog is responding or not responding in class. Perhaps they are more distant. They aren't listening. They aren't as uh, willing to take treats. They are, are maybe a little bit more hesitant. They have slower responses So whenever we are stressed as people, it's hard for us to uh, take in new information. A lot of times we're kind of going back to those default responses. And it's the same way with pets. It's easy to go back into old habits. And so we have a a little dog named Otis, who's our little pug mix rescue. We are his fifth home by the time he was seven months of age. And so he's been through a lot. And I definitely see those stress behaviors in him that come back. He has a lot of different issues that we've been working through. And one of those is reactivity to people and to dogs and really to noises. And he does really, really well for a while. Um, But just like with people, sometimes we have certain bad days where one thing is followed up by another bad thing and by another bad thing. And then the next thing you know, maybe you snap it at your spouse or or in my dad's case, at his daughter for something that wasn't her fault, Marty, with technology. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so sometimes that can definitely happen where a, a lot of, of stress escalates and then the pet reacts. And so that's where it's really important. I know with Otis, it's been very important for us to be able to add in not only ways to reduce his stress overall, but also to enrich his life. So to feed him through food puzzles, to let him have sniff outings where he gets to go out and smell. And so it's really adding in those elements of well-being as well as trying to reduce that stress and giving him new coping behaviors. And the most important thing when it comes to training or behavior change or even relief of stress is to think of it as a, a life change. So rather than it just being like a really quick fix, usually when you're looking at quick fixes, it's not going to last, especially if there's any fear or punishment or force involved. Instead, what we want to do is we want to give them better coping techniques and really change their emotional outlook. 
And just like with people, it takes time for pets as well, especially if they have some deeply entrenched issues that they're going through, just as our little guy Otis has. I have a question for you guys. And I have my thoughts about this, but I don't have the formal background that either of you, not even close. How do pets know when we're stressed? Now, I know tone of voice, they know, but if we're controlling our voice, how do they know we've had a bad day? Do we smell different? How do they know if we're trying to cope with it, but they just know? Would you, this is like a therapy session between my daughter and I, (laughs) people that are listening to this get to know. So I'm 66 and there's more hair on the drain that's on my head, right? I've got uh, my hairlines receding. My waistline is expanding, but hopefully my heart's still in the right place when it comes to family. But I come from the generation of deadlines and Mikkel, who's 30, be 30, get this right, Kel, 35, and our son is 30, they're much more relaxed about deadlines. So that's where where my anxiety comes from. So Mikkel can answer back on that later. We'll have it out after we get done with this show. I'm just teasing. I hope everybody knows that. (laughs) I think people enjoy when people are honest and real, which we are. Uh, so I, I, on that point, I'm actually actually 34, Dad. <laughs> we'll be thir- I said I said we'll be oh, 35. Okay, okay, I did okay. say it right. I <laughs> How does your pet know when you're stressed? Well, let me tell you. Here's what they do. When I wrote the book, The Healing Power of Pets, which came out exactly the week of 9/11, not a good time for a book to come out, but that still is a definitive work on this. How do pets know that somebody's having a seizure, a diabetic seizure, an epileptic seizure? Uh, how do they stress when somebody is going to freeze? You know, I don't know if you heard of Parkinson's, but with certain conditions in Parkinson's, you're going up an escalator and all of a sudden you can't move. You're walking across the street, in the middle of the street, you stop, your feet are in quick drying concrete. And so some of it, like the way they detect breast cancer, prostate cancer and things, colon cancer is by smell. In fact, in some, not just uh, second world countries, first world countries, they can do massive screenings for colon cancer with thousands of fecal samples with the dog's exquisite sense of smell. They smell, you know, for peanut allergies, for mold, for arson fires, for bomb detection. They can also smell chemical markers. For agoraphobia, for freezing, for epilepsy, they look at body language. And so what you hear from people in the real world, whether you had a a bad hair day at work when you're younger and worried about finding somebody, I'm past that now. See, I've been married for 42 years, so I can just let myself go. So yeah, I have a no hair day from heredity, but, or you have a no hair day from the last round of chemotherapy. These pets are exquisitely trained to match, to follow your mood. So when you're anxious and you're fearful and you're depressed, and here's the thing that's really think neat too. They draw close. You know, I kept hearing that over and over from people at the Mayo Clinic and stuff. Not too close, not too far away, just perfectly close. And you have to remember, you know, a cat's vibration of 25 vibrations per second with purring is exactly what they do in drumming circles in Native Americans. Both dogs and cats, their body temperature is two to two and a half degrees higher than ours. So it's having like a little furry hot water bottle. But we also can debilitate our pets. You know, we have this human animal bond, this affection connection that actually is reciprocal. When when this pet sits in your lap and you pet them, you get for just less than two minutes, you get this massive release of positive biochemicals. Imagine 
God has these little valves that opens up, and all of a sudden you get oxytocin, the hug hormone. You get prolactin, that hormone with a mother nursing a baby. You get serotonin, the runner's higher. Why I take uh, Wellbutrin. You get phenylethylamine, that active ingredient in chocolate. So it's like a mother nursing a baby eating a chocolate bar, even though I'm 65-year-old male. But the dog and the cat get exactly the same biochemical spa treatment. We're not like human ticks sucking the life force out. This reciprocity is the reason that only dogs and cats have broken down hearts and homes in mass, and there hasn't been another domesticated species of mammal in 5,000 years. Very interesting. Mikhail, your take? What are your thoughts on this, like how your pet just knows even if you're hiding it, even if you're trying, you know, okay, they'll know my voice. I can't throw anything down. They'll know that. They'll be free. I'm just going to try to put it past me. I had a bad day at work or you're stressed about something, but your dog just feels it. You know, even if you're trying your best to hide it, how do they know? Well, animals definitely can sense a lot of things that we as people, we may pick up on. There's a difference in that person's mood. Maybe they're moving a little bit differently, but even for those that are so good about hiding how they feel, a lot of times we do feel safe enough around our pets. I mean, to let them go in the bathroom with us and to see a shower and all, all of those things where it's just, you know, it's just us and our pets where we can, I remember reading a study that said that most people will tell more secrets to their pet than they do to their significant other. And they trust their pet more than they do their, their significant other. And I think that's definitely true. But even those times when maybe we are trying to hide how we're feeling about a situation, maybe it's the vet visit or maybe taking our pets to the groomer or some of the stress that we're going through right now during this time of COVID, pets can pick up on really those internal workings. And so stress hormones uh, definitely can be picked up on by pets and even a change in breathing. It can be just these little tiny slight differences that that we may not even pick up on, but dogs and cats can be very, very perceptive. And so just those slight changes, there was a study that actually looked at sweat. And so the sweat from a person in a happy situation versus the sweat from a person in a stressful situation where they had some adrenaline release and the pets reacted differently to that, just the sweat alone and the smell of that when the person was stressed versus when they were happy. So there's a difference in how our sweat smells to them that can indicate to them if that's if the situation is safe or if there's a potential stressor in that environment. And so they really pick up on how they should respond to their environment by the way that we act. And so the more confident and calm that we can be in our own life and the better we can take care of ourselves emotionally, the better able we actually are able to take care of our pets. And so I think that that's the important thing to think about is, you know, I think as women and, you know, I think just really any gender and and really for everyone, it's easy to to feel kind of guilty with self-care and guilty of taking care of ourselves. But, But really, it's truly one of the best things that we can do for those that we love, including our pets, because when we are feeling good internally, we're better able to help our pets. That makes perfect sense. All right, we're going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, I have a whole zoo of fur babes and I'm always looking out for the best way to feed them and and make sure that their health and well-being is really at its best. You know, 80% of the immune system is influenced by the gut and supporting the immune system through proper diet and digestive health really enables your fur babes to better fight environmental allergies. Well, Solid Gold is very passionate about gut health because a healthy digestive system really impacts the immune system and the overall wellness of your fur babe. They were the first holistic pet food company in America 
since 1974. They've been going strong for 45 years. And they have a recipe for any dog or cat's dietary needs, including healthy whole grain, grain-free options, wet food, supplements like sea meal, and 100% human-grade bone broth for dogs. Solid Gold's nutritional platform is inspired by their founding belief that high-quality food is the best way to impact our fur babe's mind, body, and spirit. Solid Gold foods are also different because they cleanse the digestive system with whole superfoods. They balance with living probiotics and fuel with omega-3 and 6 fatty acids. All of this supporting gut health and nourishing your pet inside and out. Right now, to see the Solid Gold Deal of the Week, go to solidgoldpet.com slash petlife. That's solidgoldpet.com slash petlife. And you'll see the Deal of the Week. That's right. It's solidgoldpet.com slash petlife. And you'll see the deal of the week and be on your way to getting your fur babe the nutrition he or she needs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Mikkel and Dr. Marty about, you know, how to manage your stress so it doesn't affect your pet and just all kinds of interesting things. Now, both of you have uh, so much experience with pets and the pet industry and and all kinds of things. But, but here's what I want to know. What are some of your favorite products out there, whether it helps with pet stress or maybe a little different, because I think everyone listening would probably like to know, I know what I like, but what did Dr. Marty and Mikkel like? Because they probably have experience with a wealth of products. So let's hear it. One of my favorite is the elder abuse hotline that I have to use for the way I'm (laughs) treated by my daughter. So let me get a shout out to them. It's unspeakable what she said to me the other day, so I won't bring that up. By the way, Oz calls me America's veterinarian, not America's trainer, if you just heard our 20-pound doorbell going off here right now. You know, I love that question, and the reason I love it, one of the things, and I've done network TV in New York City for 26 years, I have never done a paid product placement, ever. You can never look on the internet, find anything where I recommended something, and it was because I was paid. I've been very, very clear about that. And I think one of the best things, uh, before I get into my favorites, you should ask your veterinarian what parasite control product to use. What food do you feed your own pets? What product do you use when you have noise phobias? And so ask them. It's just like asking an appliance person. My dad taught me this when I was young. Ask people that repair appliances what kind of products that they recommend, what they use in their own home. Or ask mechanics, what kind of oil do you use in your own car? So... I have been offered, because I'm very well-known, probably one of the world's best-known veterinarians to get offered all the time to feed different foods. And I tell you, the biggest waste in pet care is super premium foods. Those shiny packages, those beautiful labels, those great marketing campaigns you'd see on TV. If you want your dog to take a $5 poop every day on the walk, knock yourself out, but it does literally no good. You can buy stuff in the grocery store, in the pet store, at the farm and garden store that is really good for pets. 
And I myself, who love these pets like uh, human life support systems, cleverly disguised as four-legged family members, have never fed those foods myself, nor do I recommend them to my clients. So if I'm going to be specific, in the grocery store, Imes is really good. Pedigree is really good. Perina One is very good. Costco's brands, Kirkland, are very good foods. I fed Perina Pro Plan, which is a modest priced one for years, and now I'm feeding most of our pets are on Royal Canaan. So I really like the Royal Canaan line of foods. Let's look at parasite control. Bears Advantage, you've got uh, Next Guard, you've got Trifexus, you've got Brevecto, you've got Revolution by Zoetis. Most of the products, like you used to see Advantage was the first topical flea and tick product. We went from chemical warfare to a simple topical product that was amazingly effective. That's like buying an iPhone 3 now when there's an iPhone X out. They're so far behind the curve. You can find them about everywhere. The best products are sold through the veterinarian. I particularly like Brevecto, B-R-A-V-E-C-T-O. Again, I have no commercial relationship with Royal Canin or Brevecto whatsoever. In fact, I buy my own food and my own parasite control. I don't want anybody to send it to me for free. I buy my own stuff just like everybody else does. The reason I like Brevecto, it's every three months and they eat it right out of your hand. It's a little pill, they eat it right out of your hand, and it's only every three months. And the other thing I like, I really like the Elanco has a product that's a reduced volume vaccine line. So if you think of getting your flu shot, it always hurts when you get that bolus. Their vaccine line, uh, if your veterinarian uses it, only has half the volume. And if you get what's called a polyvalent vaccine, what that means Instead of giving a separate shot for distemper and parvovirus and coronavirus and leptovirus, it's all in one vaccine. So instead of maybe giving three cc's, a teaspoon is five cc's to give you an idea. So instead of giving three cc's of vaccine, we only get 0.5, one-sixth the amount. And we make sure in a more comfortable vaccine experience that we draw the vaccine up with one needle, put a brand new needle on and use a distraction technique. And one last thing, I am crazy about this product called Animo, A-N-I-M-O. I'm so crazy about it that I've been accused of being like the ShamWow guy. You remember with ShamWow, there's a wow with every experience or, or Billy at, uh, for OxyClean, you know, Billy Hayes, I think yep. with Oxy, Billy Mays with OxyClean. I, I seem like it, but I have no commercial relationship. I love this product. It's a think of your Fitbit or your eye, your eye watch you're wearing. And what it is, it's something that fits on your dog collar, but it not only tracks activity if you're part of a weight loss program. Two out of three American pets are overweight or obese, just like human family members. It tracks sleep, so you can look at quality of sleep. Three, it's a behavioral monitor. So let me give you an example of what this does. Cutie Pie, this little dog that's sitting here in my lap, I had, he's very sensitive to thunderstorms. And our forecast, our weather forecast, pretty accurate. So it was going to be thunderstorms at 5 p.m., which means I would have started using that Celio about 3.30 on him. But all of a sudden, just like ADT, you get a note to your phone that if some alarm has gone off, I got a note that he was shivering. He was only about 20 feet away, buried in a blanket. I found him and I thought, oh my God, there's going to be a thunderstorm coming. So I went ahead and gave him a Celio. And so instead of the thunder coming at five, it came about 1.30. And so by giving it, he was fine. And then he went up to the barn. We live on a horse ranch in Northern Idaho. We went up to the barn. And uh, when he came back, 
before he came inside, I got an alert that he was shaking his head violently. Got my otoscope out. That's that instrument you see the vet used to look in the ears. Lo and behold, he had a cheatgrass on. What you think of a cheatgrass or foxtail, a weed seed. And it was just stuck in the outside of his ear canal. And so I could just take a pair of tweezers and pull it out. I would have had no idea without this tracker on. Manufacturer suggested retail price for that animal tracker is $90 at the vet at Chewy or Amazon. It is price protected. There's an app. There is no monthly fee. It's about the size of a quarter. It's lightweight. It's waterproof. The battery life is six months. That's it. Matter of fact, if you can go to their site, maybe Mikkel could give that. If you put in the code Fireside, you can get a limited time 20% discount. But this is like an amazing product for uh, for fitness, for sleep, for behavioral monitoring. And I consider it as a veterinarian to be a medical device. It sounds like it's amazing. You have to be within a certain distance of your pet to get the notifications on your phone. Oh, Mikkel, do you want to talk about it, hon? Yes. Notice, yes. notice how I so, threw hun in there now trying to be nice. My darling daughter. <laughs> okay. So it, it does connect through your phone. And I haven't figured out if I can do it at, at a distance yet because I honestly have only been using it through COVID, uh, although I've had it on my dog for every day for the last three months. And it's nice because wherever I'm at in the house, I can still get updates on them. So I'm not sure exactly how far it goes, but I do know it has a really long history. So I can look back weeks ago to see how how my dog's behavior has changed. And so if it's an issue such as barking that I'm trying to address, or perhaps it's anxiety and shaking, I can look back at their history and see how that may have changed in the last couple of weeks or uh, about the last uh, month. I may add to that, you know, so it has the history, right? But one thing I would have noticed, I can get stuff clear up at our horse barn. That's probably a football field away. So that's probably 300 feet as I'm getting that stuff. But this stuff is not like the old activity trackers I knew before, which were expensive and low battery life. This is an amazing product. But talk to your veterinarian about it. That's one of the things I like is when I knew a pet recently that was having trouble urinating outside of the litter box. And they thought, is this a a bladder infection. They're thinking, oh God, we, it's an old dog. We probably should put the thing to sleep because now it's pissing all over the floor. That's their words. Guess what? They looked at the tracker and the dog would urinate the same day and the same time every week. Well, guess what? And you mentioned this earlier. That's when lawn care came to the apartment complex. This dog heard those lawnmowers and those weed eaters outside and literally thought it was going to die. That's all it was. So now all they had to do was either take the pet away during those times or give it something available from the veterinarian for that extreme stress. No bladder leaks whatsoever. Sounds like a great product. Mikkel, what are some products that you like other than Animo? Yeah, absolutely. And also that can be found at surepetcare.com. I just want to make sure to look up the website. Thank and you. So the- Absolutely. And my other favorite product, like my all-time favorites, if I look at other things that I've used for years, I would say any Kong product. Kong just has such high-quality products, and I think they are at a really affordable price. And the basic Kong for for dogs is amazing. You can buy for different life stages, for seniors, for puppies, for the extreme chewers. I I think that is the all-around staple that really every dog should have. And and cats benefit from it as well. So that's my number one uh, go-to outside of animal. And then the other one is I also really like Bissell products and love to be able to use their vacuums. It makes my life a lot easier 
because dealing with pet hair, I, I love having my dogs everywhere, but sometimes, especially when I'm going to be doing a webinar and I have a black shirt on or anything like that, the pet hair just can kind of cling to everything, the couch, my clothes. And so Bissell for me has been really a lifesaver and uh, it just does such a good job with pet hair. And, and I love that they also give back so much to shelters and to dogs in need. And the other things that I really like, I love the iDig. I think that's an amazing toy for dogs that basically channels a dog's digging instinct into an indoor dig pit. And so you can bury your dog's toys and chews and little bits of food. So part of their meal in there, so that gives them an enriching experience that is really valuable. And I would also really recommend a Wonder Walker. So Wonder Walker or uh, Pet Safe also has a three-in-one harness is another version. Uh, Wonder Walker is really my go-to because it's very adjustable. It's very comfortable for dogs to wear. Freedom Harness is another good choice as well. But this allows you to clip it directly to the front of the dog's chest. And that can help to reduce pulling. And you also have the option of clipping to the top of the dog's back or doing a double attachment to both the back and the front of the chest. So it just gives you a lot of options for training. And it's a gentle way to deter your dog from pulling. And then lastly, I would like to say that the Adaptal and Feelaway are two excellent products where we can help relax our pets through pheromones. And so whether it's a room diffuser or a spray, I think those are other great ways to help our pets. I wanted to say one something real quick. God, Mikkel, that was awesome, that list of, of yeah, other things. Yeah, because pheromones, when you hear pheromones, not all pheromones are created equally. You'll see pheromones in, a, in the major pet stores. And they have zero clinical proof that they work. Or you'll see a product, if I could mention, called Rescue Remedy. Or you'll see products that have, uh, Zooks, for example, has a calming treat. There's zero clinical studies that they work. There's a veterinary-only product that you see tryptophan, stuff like turkeys, and you think, oh, this is an amazing product when it's going to work to help calm my pet, when in fact the vorted veterinary behaviorists say that it doesn't work. And so that's the important part. Bissell, by the way, we use, again, we buy our Bissell vacuums. I buy it on Amazon. It's the number one selling vacuum at Amazon, at Home Depot, at Walmart, but their pet eraser is an amazing product. And really when you get rid of hair and dander in the home and dust and dust mites and pollen, you're doing two things. A lot of pets don't get skin problems. And that's the number one reason people take pets to the vet until they're six or seven years old. A lot of that is because they're a four-legged Swiffer or a four-legged dust mop and everything that's on the floor is on them. So the more you can keep off the carpeting or off the, you know, your tile floors or your wood floors. And you also should bathe them once a week. Mikkel loves being home now during COVID because we bathe their dogs for her. So <laughs> notice how I worked that in? See how I worked this in here? You yep, know? Good idea. So yeah, and right about it's time also really neat that I, I get to train your dogs for you, Dad. Not yeah. that they need it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> right about the time we're done bathing the dogs. Hey, Dad, do you want me to help? No, nah, it's okay, hon. No, we love to tease, as you can probably tell. But people should bathe their dogs once a week. We both use a shampoo called Earth Bath. I Again, love we have Earth no Bath. relationship. I love Earth Bath too. Great products. I think it's the same owner, and I've met him a few times. He's a great guy, and the products are fabulous. Amen. If I can add in one sure. other thing in terms of products, I would say from my dog's point of view that their favorite thing is BarkBox <laughs> because whenever that comes in every month, that is like the highlight for them. Like they get so excited and love 
busting into the box by themselves and getting their toys and their treats out. And so I think they have a lot of innovative and fun products that are fun for people and the dogs just go crazy for it. God, Mikkel, no wonder we keep you around as part of Fear Free. See, the same, that same bark box that comes is like Broadway in a box. And really what they're doing is looking for you to have structured time with your pet and do enrichment. So when you go to Fear Free Happy Homes, again, when I say that, there is no charge for that. There'll never be a charge for that that site. And it's all about for dogs have a genetic exuberance that we need to let them explore. You know, dogs wanted to hunt for their food by sight or smell. They would detect, pursue, then apprehend the prey, kill it, compete with the pack, and finally eat. You can't put food in a bowl and just let them eat and expect them not to have boredom and behavioral issues. And so enrichment is such an important part, and zoos do a better job of enriching than people do in their homes. So I am a huge Park Box fan. I'm also a huge fan of pet insurance, by the way. Uh, even though I'm America's veterinarian, and uh, you'd think, why in the heck would he have pet insurance? I've had three issues in the last two years at East Cots for different pets that cost five to six thousand dollars, and it's really nice to when it comes time to have something major done, you give back a portion of what these pets have given us. And I I happen to use Trupanion as far as my pet insurance carrier. Well, such great information. We're winding down, but I have one question, brief question to ask both of you. If you could tell a pet owner one thing that is either, you've mentioned a lot of this already, but just, you know, people always say, boy, if I just knew this one thing, or if I was either of you, I would say, if I could just tell pet parents this one thing, what would you tell them? I'll go ahead and go first on that one. So what I would say is that it's essential to give your pet the highest quality care. And when it comes to the highest quality care, it's not about premium pet food, as my father mentioned, but it's really about giving them the right type of medical care and veterinary care. And the number one reason why people aren't taking their pets into the vet is because of the stress that visit causes to their pet. And then also the stress that visit causes to them. And with fear-free, stress doesn't have to be a reason that your pet doesn't get the quality care that they need. And that includes both preventive care as well as there are so many pets that I see as a trainer that are going around with undiagnosed pain and illness and they're suffering and needlessly suffering when there is treatment for them. And there are different ways to manage that situation or or to to treat that situation and and cure them of it. But these pets suffer because of, of that resistance to taking that pet into that situation. So they try and find home remedies or pet store remedies when really they need to go to the vet. And so that's where looking at fearfreehappyhomes.com, there's a searchable directory where you can look for your zip code for fear-free certified veterinary practices and fear-free certified professionals. And so whether that be veterinary professionals, also trainers and groomers, I would highly recommend that because you want an entire team that looks after your pet's well-being. And stress should never be a hindrance from your pet receiving that care. And through fear-free, it doesn't have to be. Great tip. And Dr. Marty? I got to try to top her. Darn it, she's good. You know what? I come from a time growing up in rural southern Idaho when dogs were had a utilitarian role. They retrieved ducks. I used to be a hunter. They herded our cattle. They guarded our stuff. And now they have primarily an emotional role. You know, these are the things that at times like COVID, when the whole world is upside down, you go to the things that are rock solid. It may be your faith. It may be your family. And it's certainly pets. It doesn't matter if you've, you know, going to lose your home, lose your job or lose your hair. It does not matter. They are there for you. And you have to think of them, they're sentient beings. They feel pain just like we do. 
they get stress, fear, anxiety, and stress, just like we do. So we have to find people that, you know, most of us consider it went from animal to pet to family member to child. And really what we're looking at is these pets are like a human life support system cleverly disguised as a four-legged family member. In fact, my friend at the Mayo Clinic, past president of the Mayo Clinic, talking to him about COVID, the number one thing you can do to protect yourself is have a healthy immune system. And the number one thing that he and his medical professionals think to help you have a healthy immune system, are you ready for this, is your family pets. Wow. I remember I went, I went, what? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. The number one thing we do for a healthy immune system from the Mayo Clinic is to have a healthy relationship with the pet. I said, why? All right. They're in 70% of U.S. households. The drug's already there. Number two, it's trusted. Number three, it tastes good, right? We love thinking, well, that's the medicine. Number four, it doesn't have any side effects. Number five, what's the cost? An extra bag of bacon strips? And so we've got this incredible life support system. And I tell you what, I love, okay, I'm going to give a compliment to Mikkel and other people, millennials, Gen Z, Gen X, iGen, they look at these pets as their kids and they want to do everything to help them live a happy, healthy, full life. That is not having, think they're going to die going to grooming inside of a, a major chain store, having a trainer that follows a certain person's abusive training techniques, going to the veterinarian or sitting here during fireworks or a thunderstorm thinking they're going to die. We know how to do it differently. All you got to do is go to Fear Free Happy Homes to find people so that that whole ecosystem, you know, with the, if like a wagon wheel, the veterinarian at the center, every spoke goes out for grooming, trading, boarding, daycare. And by the way, I should mention fearfreeshelters.com for everybody listening that works at a shelter or is part of a rescue group. That's a custom-created program just for you that is complementary to all shelters and rescue groups. And one of the benefits, unexpected benefits of COVID, this free program, a lot of the people that work in shelters and rescue groups had the time to take it. There's tens of thousands of people that have taken it. And uh, it's a five-hour online course. About 60% have completed it. So these people that work there, they don't do it for the money. They don't do it for prestige. They do it because they want to help these pets find their forever loving home and certainly don't want to have them more trauma at the shelter and want to give people the kind of assets like at Fear Free Happy Homes to help that pet live a happy, healthy, full life. Can I get an amen? Yes, amen. Great information. And now I'd like to thank both of you, Mikkel and Dr. Marty. So thank you so much. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to call the Elder Abuse Hotline. So wish me luck, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you both. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Catitude. This has been such an incredible show with so much great information. So I'd like to thank my guests, Dr. Marty Becker and Mikkel Becker for coming on Catitude. Thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound amazing. And thanks to my cat crew, Dennis and Charlotte and Molly, Sammy, Jethro and Jazz for teaching me all about cats and helping me be calmer, especially with your purring. And, um, oh, hey, thanks to my dog crew too, Mr. Z and Nikki, because, you know, it's it's like one big happy zoo where I am. And especially thanks to everyone listening to Catitude. I hope you enjoyed the show and keep checking back. I have all kinds of great shows coming up soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.